Hey guys, I'm your host, Michael Wallenmeyer, and this podcast is In Light of Eternity. Life is short, make the most of it. On this episode, we're going to be talking about America and the satanic lullaby. Yep, you heard me right, America and the satanic lullaby. I wasn't planning on uh, recording anything this morning, but man, uh, something was stirring in my heart last night. Actually, as I was driving home from my son's soccer game, um, a friend of mine from Texas, she sent me a link to Jenny Allen's podcast, and I've not listened to a podcast from Jenny Allen before, but I checked it out. I wanted to hear, understand why my friend was sending this to me. And then on this uh, episode, this particular episode, Jenny was talking about everything that was going on in Afghanistan. And I could tell you right now that, you know, there's, there's only so many things we could pay attention to, right? Like before we uh, get compassion fatigue, there's only so many things we could uh, stay tuned into. Um, but Afghanistan, this is something that God has put on my heart, something I've been paying attention to. Uh, perhaps you have as well. Some of the things that I learned, are you ready? Some of the things that I learned about what is uh, going on in Afghanistan right now were really quite shocking. Um, right now, there are Christians in Afghanistan that are literally fleeing to the mountains with just the clothes they have and uh, to the mountains and to the caves. And that's where they are right now because they're hiding from the Taliban. Um it gets worse. People are being told to put an X on their house if there is a female inside. And you might be wondering, well, that's odd. Why are they doing such a thing? Teen girls are being taken by the Taliban as wives or as trophies. And older women are being sold into sex trafficking. One of the other things that has been true, at least up to this point, as I understood it, and this is, this is crazy, counterintuitive, is that Christianity is rapidly growing in Afghanistan. And if you think about an area where that might be and is hostile to Christianity, Afghanistan is such a place. In the middle of persecution, in, a, in the middle of hostilities against Christianity, uh, the church is growing. Now, this, this is something that if, if we think back, we know, right? We know that Oftentimes, it's in the middle of persecution, not in the middle of great comfort, that the church grows and flourishes. And now I'm going to start getting into this whole idea of America and the satanic lullaby. So and we, we need to be praying for Afghanistan, and I, I'm trying to do that on a daily basis and, and pray that um, these people, American, Afghanistan, that whoever they are, that they are, they are safe and and also praying that the gospel would go forth and that people would be saved and, and that we would be able to get people out safely who want to get out. But this whole idea of America and the satanic lullaby, where's that coming from? Well, on this same episode, um, Jenny Allen was interviewing Pastor X. And I, I, 
I, I, I don't want to give away. I think I know what country he actually lives in, but they, as you can imagine, they call him Pastor X because he doesn't want to be known. Otherwise, he too could lose his life. But it's in the Middle East, and she was interviewing him. And he, he, uh, he is the one who made this reference to America being under the influence of a satanic lullaby. And listening a little bit more to him, here's what I think he meant. And some of this is my own observations as well. In America, we have so much wealth. We have so much stuff that we've become way too comfortable. And, and as, as you think about that, just how wealthy uh, of a nation we are, and especially as you think about other countries, right? I mean, many years ago, I took a group of young adults when I was pastoring in Chicago, and I took them to just to Mexico, and we were helping to build houses and, and just, just kind of help out there on a, a missions trip. I was amazed that there would be a large family or two that would be living in one room tin roof, dirt floor, no electricity. It, 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 was, it, it was amazing how different they lived. Here's the other observation. It was amazing how much joy they had while they had so little. That was not just my observation. All of us were like, man, where's that joy coming from? And, and so getting back to this, that here in America, we, we have so much. But then if you listen to what people are saying about research that's being done and studies about human behavior right now. America, here in America, we are less happy and satisfied and content than ever before. We have so much and we keep pursuing more stuff, but we're not happy. I mean, this is, this is craziness that we keep trying this to, to jam these things into our life, to jam people or, or a material possessions or houses or careers or hobbies, and it's not making us happy. But yet we keep doing it. But I think there's more to it than that. We also have so many churches, seminaries, books, man, I love books. I mean, I get a new book and I smell the book. I love books. I love to read. We also have podcasts. But here's, here's the problem. We have all these churches and seminaries and resources and podcasts, but yet here in America, it would seem that as Christians, we're so spiritually weak. We're so sleepy. We're so lacking in passion for the realities of everything that is going on all around us. And the church seems to be in decline. So, so you, you wonder, it's like we have all this stuff and we have all these resources and, and we have all these churches, but yet we just seem to be so apathetic, to be quite honest. So it's like, what's the deal here in America? And so this Pastor X talked about, he lived in America for a while, he and his wife. And um, he said that it's, it's like America is under this satanic lullaby. Like, 
like uh, the devil is whispering the words of this song or whispering these words and that we here, even as Christians, we're falling under the influence of this lullaby instead of really living for God as God is calling us to live. Does this make you think of Colossians 2 verses 1 through 3? It did for me. Here's what Paul wrote. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world. Listen to this. Following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Did you catch that? He's saying the prince of the power of the air. He's talking about Satan. He's talking about the fact that Satan has a, a, a lot of power and a lot of influence in the world in which we live. And I think as we, we contextualize this, as we think about America... I, I think you definitely see this, right? You, you see it on the news. You, you see it's what, what's happening in schools. You see what, what the conversations that are taking place on social media. And you realize, man, we, we are under the satanic influence. And I think all too often the church as well is asleep, is being impacted by this lullaby. Ian Bounds writes this, quote, What the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more and novel methods, but men, and I would add women, whom the Holy Ghost can use. Men of prayer, men mighty in prayer. The Holy Ghost does not flow through methods, but through men. He does not come on machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans, but men, men of prayer prayer, end quote. So I have a challenge for us. This is not going to be a, a very long uh, episode, um, but I, I have a challenge for those of you who are listening and, and, and might be wondering, well, if we're under the satanic lullaby, and, and we are, um, what, what, what should we do about it? Well, let me ask you a couple questions, two or three questions. Would you say that there is a growing desire in your life to know God and to be in his presence. I mean, think about the question. Is there a, a growing desire in your life to know God and to be in his presence? Another question. Is there a longing in your heart for spiritual, re, spiritual renewal in your life, your family, your church, and the community all around you? Now, I, I don't believe that you and I can dictate when a spiritual revival happens. I don't think we can dictate that, dictate that to God. But I do believe that we can lay out the kindling for that, that we can prepare for the Holy Spirit to be at work in us in a new way. Would you say that there's even a longing for this? Or would you say, as Paul warned us against, that you have gotten so involved in civilian affairs, that you have gotten so e immersed into just the day-to-day the, the -day stuff that you've lost sight of the urgency 
the way of living that God is calling us to live? Here's, here's pro- probably the last question. Or would you say that you're living pretty much like everyone else around you? So those are some questions to evaluate. And I'll also say this. I think there is a massive disconnect between what we say we believe as Christians and how we live everyday life. You and I, we say we believe in heaven and hell. I mean, it's, we should say that because it's in the Bible, right? I mean, it's the truth. We say that we believe in the reality of heaven and hell and that there are only two roads in all of this world. One road leads to eternal heaven. One road leads to eternal hell. If you and I say we believe that, it needs to make a difference in how we live everyday life. If it doesn't make a difference, we have to ask the question, dear God, what's going on? Like, what, 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 what? Um, is going on in my heart, in my life, that I can say with my mouth that I believe that, but it's not making any impact on how I live. I just, I'm living like everyone else. I'm going to tell you my deep conviction, and this is going to sound a lot like Ian Bounds. Um, So uh, yes, certainly I've been influenced by him, and, but my deep conviction is this. We don't need more books. And and again, you, you need to know, I love books. But we don't need more books. We don't need more studies. We don't need better techniques. We don't need uh, better strategies. Here's what we need. We need people, young and old, who are seeking after God with all of their heart through prayer. People who are saying, I am going to reprioritize my life around prayer because I am going to seek after God and I'm going to ask him to be at work in me in a new way. This is what we need. This is what the church needs. This is what this country needs. This, I believe, is what God is after. Here's my final question to you. Will you join me in doing this? I mean, we're just about done. I'm, we're just about done here. But here's, here's the question you have to ask. Will my life change? Am I sick and tired of being under the influence of this satanic lullaby? Do I want my life to count for eternity? Do I want my life to make a difference or am I going to stay asleep? That is the question as you turn off this podcast episode that you have to prayerfully consider. Romans 13, Paul writes this, besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Will you join me in seeking after the Lord and for the Spirit of God to be at work in a new way? So that's it. I want to say thanks for listening. Um, I'm excited about this, that I'm going to start doing some interviews um, with some different uh, people. One of them coming up very soon is with a pastor here in America that their church is experiencing revival. And I'll say that again. 
his church is experiencing revival. And <laughs> this is my opinion. Um, but I'll just say, if there's something more exciting to you than revival, something's wrong. Well, what could possibly be more exciting than seeing the Spirit of God um, saving people, people being born again, and, and sleepy Christians being awakened? This is a, a pastor. He's going to get on. We're going to talk about it. What's going on in their church what, what led up to it? What were the factors? What was leading up to this spiritual revival? And many people coming to the Lord and, and being baptized. So uh, stay tuned. I think we've got some really good episodes coming up. Um, uh, to make sure that you don't miss any episodes, please subscribe or follow this podcast. If you would be so kind, leave a review. I would love that. Uh, leave a and not just a review but a very kind review because (laughs) because that would be awesome if you would do that Um, feel free to contact me at michaelwallenmeyer at gmail.com or you can go to um, michaelwallenmeyer.com my website and contact me that way that's it for now god bless and i hope you have a great week